Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. Oh, it's so great to see you here. Oh, you guys are so cute. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Aww. How are you feeling? I'm doing so good. It's 10 a.m. over here. I just got back in from Malibu last night pretty late. So I have like some things I need to put away in my room, but I'm, I'm feeling really good. I'm excited for this, for this flow call, this flow podcast with you sisters. Yeah. Um, yeah. How are you both feeling? Wow. I'm feeling so <laughs> excited to see you here. It's just been um, a long time coming and bringing of community and sharing space. So I'm really excited. I feel good. Yay. Yeah, I feel the same. It's just like, I'm so happy. I'm so excited to see what unfolds in this conversation. And I'm just like looking forward to learning whatever you have to share with us today. Cool. Yeah, same. So we just wanted to tell you beforehand that we just let the conversation flow and what comes of it comes of it. And yeah, we're just here to have a conscious conversation with you. I love that. Yeah, no worries at all. I'm, I'm always open to, to sharing sharing the light and connecting and, and uh, yeah, spreading love, spreading good messages. So let's do this. <laughs> so how about we start with um, you telling us who is Share the Light? Yeah, I was going to ask two sisters. I was like, can I get your names one more time? Because I... Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It just it feels like, you know, I'm just picking up where we last left off. So it just yeah. feels so regular. Yeah, I didn't even think to <laughs> yeah. introduce myself. <laughs> it's okay. So just what do I call you both? So mm. I'm Deandra. Um, Andra? Sandra? Deandra. Deandra. Okay, Deandra. And I'm Jerrica. Jerrica. Deandra and Jerrica, yes. Yeah, share the light. My name is Sharon. I, I have many nicknames. A lot of my close friends call me Shaw or Share, Share the Light. Um, I'm just I'm just a being here, a beautiful reflection of source and a mirror for the, the those around me. And uh, I, I like to call myself a light warrior, an earth ambassador. And uh, yeah, I'm just here with all of the other humans on this planet. <laughs> trying their best to have a beautiful human experience um, while sharing my light and spreading love and and uh, helping my my family as best as I can in the ways that come as they come which is always ever-changing um so so yeah that's kind of more of a a wide uh <laughs> explanation of of who I am um yeah yeah I'm just I'm just I'm just I am. I am. I am what I am. <laughs> it's funny to answer like, who is share the like, who is share the light? It's it's, it's an interesting question uh, yeah. to put our, to put ourselves to to really try to put ourselves into an explanation of of like you know we're so much broader than what we can say in English words. You know what I mean? So it, it's interesting. 
Yeah. Because you have to try to figure out what kind of defines you. And we're really undefinable people. We're undefinable mm-hmm. essence. Um, but I do have a follow-up question. When yeah. you say that you're sharing the light, because sharing light looks different for everybody. What does that uh-huh. look like to you? Yeah, Sissy. It looks like staying in my authenticity. It feels like speaking from the heart. It feels like staying in my joy, staying in my bliss, and also being real in how I'm feeling moment by moment and knowing that it's okay to share all parts of myself that is the light that I am, the light that you are. And I I feel that sharing the light is 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 just all we can do i think of light as frequency as energy and um what i've i've come to learn and remember again and again and again and again as many times as i've forgotten it always comes back to the energy that we are emanating it's all we really have to give it you know the the skin the face the things we're doing it's it does it's not even real (laughs) I mean it it is in this dimension right this is how we're perceiving things but at the core of it it is energy it is light energy frequency um so it's it's just what is encoded within within the message or whatever it is that I am sharing whether I'm speaking whether I'm singing whether I'm creating something or even typing something sending something even just emanating and being and not doing anything at all (laughs) it is that light that I am um so share the light it was interesting before we hopped on this call. I was trying to think. I was like, when when did I even like become share the light? I was trying to like go back in the memory bank, and I'm like, I don't even remember like when this kind of been a thing. It was just kind of you know a gradual a gradual remembrance that has turned into what it is now is divinely guided by source. So, but yeah, it, it, sharing the light it, it really just is the energy that you are emanating and. Um, just being real with that and and uh, honoring whatever that is in the moment, not trying to not trying to dim it, not trying to confine it, not trying to chain it up, and uh, you know that can be really bright and beautiful and or sometimes it's just being in your shit, <laughs> being in your emotions, and that's okay too. Yeah, um, and I think. Like I could speak for myself and Deandra also right now, the month of August that we just came out of is, it was a lot. So when you say that it can be the beautiful side, but then also being in shit, true, Mm -hmm. because that's what we are here experiencing. Yeah, just being, just being in the flow of it all, just riding the wave of life. Yeah, sisters, I I was reflecting on on August uh, yesterday and the day before as as we um, approach the end of the month, and and I have a I have a weekly groups that I run, and so the last two sessions were Monday, Tuesday, the thirtieth and the thirty first. So um, I was really, it, you know, this month. <laughs> I mean, this these past two years have been a wild one, but this. August that just passed. I mean, this was an ass kicker. Like this one really, really put me through the ringer personally, as far as lessons, teachers, just a lot of density, a lot of, of, of challenges. Um, but it's beautiful to come on the other side of it. I already feel like September is way lighter 
energetically. Um, but yeah, August was was a. <laughs> there's no words. A great teacher, though. There, it was a great teacher. I loved August. Now that it's over, I appreciate August so so much. How do you yeah. feel like it's lighter right now in comparison to the density that it was in August? Like, yeah. what do you feel energetically that matches that? Yeah. Thank you so much for asking that, because I feel like this is um, something that we all have the ability to do. And and it comes back down to the um, remembrance and the inner knowing that we are one and that we are experiencing. We are micro experiences of what is happening on the macro. So when it comes to filling out the energetics, it's always an inward process of how am I feeling? Like, how am I perceiving what is happening? What am I sensing? And so at the beginning of August, um, I facilitated a Lionsgate retreat with two of my sisters. And just the whole like leading up to Lionsgate was just initiation after initiation. There was some certain times where we were almost weren't even sure if it was going to happen or not just because of the energetics. But um it was almost kind of like a, a okay, get ready because this is what this is what's going to happen at the retreat, and this is how the rest of the month is going to be like. And so, even the day of the retreat, we were faced with a lot of I, I call any kind of any anything that is uh, challenging a teacher or a messenger rather than a problem or a hiccup or something, you know, because that's all they are—they're teachers and messengers. But even just the very first week of August was like, okay, this is intense. And then it just kept on, you know, increasingly um, becoming more and more of, uh, you know, uh, an initiation is what I I felt like it was. And um, August for me was just very busy. Um, I was traveling a lot. I went to um, the East Coast, New Jersey, Atlantic City, New York. And so just being put, you know, all over the place and then coming back. And then I went to Sequoia. I went to the, I went into the middle of the woods. It just felt like I was moving around and there was a lot of ungrounded energy. And when you're in different locations, you're feeling a lot. And I was seeing this within the collective online as well, you know, cause I'm very in tune with my, my um, online community. So it was just like a reflection of all of that. And so as we were coming to towards the end of the month and where I see the difference in this month is that when I was in the middle of, of, of August and in the middle of everything, you know, when we're in it, we're in it, we're like, oh, we feel it all. You know, we're really <laughs> yeah. emotional. I had like a massive purge and breakdown on the side of the freeway like I found myself really um like feeling the collective so deeply and one of the lessons um that I learned from August was to to balance out my my feminine and masculine energy I was just so in my feminine I was just feeling everything I just wanted to like mama bear just wanted to like hold everybody and save everybody and um oh my gosh I could go on and on about the month of August there's just so much going on I mean Come on, like it was, it was freaking crazy. Like I, I, there's so many chapters in the one month of August. It's, it's so funny. Um, 
but uh so so yeah I, I mean energetically it just felt so confusing ungrounded it felt extremely emotional it felt scary I personally was having psychic attacks like in my dreams which hardly ever happens for me just perceiving a lot of new energies that didn't feel good um which I have an analogy about that that hopefully will align for me to share later that I think would be really helpful because it helped me get out of it and um yeah, so, but as I was approaching the end of August, um, things did start to slow down, um, spent more time at the beach, like spent last three days going to the beach every day and, and cleansing and um, just grounding, 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 grounding. And um, in my personal life, I've kind of been in limbo of like, what am I going to do next? Like, what am I, what do I want to share next? What do I want to offer next? And um, I finally got the download on what that is yesterday so already this is where I feel like okay the energy is better the energy feels a lot lighter because here we are at this significant you know shift it's a brand new month brand new energy and um, I also started my moon cycle on the very last day of August so I was like oh this is such a gift like I can physically shed everything that I took on from August and I can actually let it go and I can start fresh. So that's kind of how I feel into the energetics is I, I have my own inward experience because we're all connected. And I know that if I'm going through something, I know my my neighbors, my, my family, my friends, the collective is also going through some form of what I'm also feeling too. So, yeah. Um, the reflections mm -hmm. of what's going on has lightened and like how we exist and how we coexist with everything mm -hmm. i totally feel you yeah because as you're saying like what you experienced through august i'm like yeah like i can feel it because i experienced yeah. the same so mm -hmm. and i was like what came to mind while you were speaking it was like triggering those feelings that i experienced because i agree with you energetically September mm -hmm. came and it felt like a new beginning. It felt mm -hmm. like a lot lighter. Everything that was experienced and learned in August kind of made me stronger and mm -hmm. really allowed me to step into using discernment so much more, being so mm -hmm. intentional. Like I thought before I was living intentionally and using my discernment, but August opened my eyes so wide. It was like a, the veil was so thin. Yeah. Everything was like ripped up. Yep. yep. So yeah like <laughs> yeah it's it's funny now girl just, just like, like when we were in it yeah <laughs> yeah no discernment was discernment was such a huge teacher like holy moly discernment was a huge one for me too I mean there was so much happening and so much being felt and um yeah just so much confusion that I was seeing happening and um you know, I, I felt like a lot of people, um, especially myself, had to step back from social media and step away from like doing and 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 even speaking to people and coming back in because it's like, hold up, hold up. What's my truth, though? Like what yeah. is real for me right now? You know, and um, I feel like they've, yeah, they put into practice a lot of the things that. I feel we've been learning as people in 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 the collective, people who have the same kind of practices to help them navigate life. I, for me, I'm saying that from what my experience was, because mm -hmm. it was a lot of going back to basics. Like mm -hmm. everything was fine for so for so long that 
the the daily rituals and the ways to live mindfully and intentionally weren't fleeing me or not being practiced as often um, before the whirlwind. And then once the whirlwind happens, it was a matter of like, okay, asking myself, how do I get back to my center and inner peace? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's been a, a wild, wild, so wild time. And I think you said it really well, like it's about going back inwards because and not speaking to people like coming off of social media. I host uh, meditations every Monday. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even do that. I couldn't even host the month of August. I didn't host any meditations. It just Mm -hmm. energetically didn't feel right. I really needed to come back inwards, stick to my routines, my rituals, figure out who am I. Like, what is mm-hmm. true to me? Because yeah. all of this stuff that's unfolding right now, it didn't feel true. It was a lot of noise. Yeah. It was, like, really loud noise going on. So much noise. So I resonate with both of you so deeply, especially, you know, coming back to practices. Like, our practices, yeah, for me, too, it was, like, that was a priority. I had to stick with it and make sure and even amp them up. Mm-hmm. and um, increase my meditation, increase my journal reflection, like increase my time alone, increase my cleansing and just being within my own energy because there was so much noise too. And and I also as well have Monday meditations and I had a pretty good streak, but there was a day where I was like, yo guys, like I just cannot, like we're skipping this week. I, I, I have to just be with myself right now and mm-hmm. um and checking in with you know our week our online community every week it was just you know we're all holding each other and everybody was feeling it everybody was feeling it so yeah. but it's fun it's nice to have mm-hmm. people to coexist and have that same understanding as you and how you're yeah. in life because I feel it really is vital and essential it makes our breaks the reality that you're living when you're not having it reflected back to you. So it really makes me so grateful for the community. And to even be having this conversation with you right now, it's amazing that it's even a reality that we've brought together for us. So I'm I'm just really happy. (laughs) Yeah, so, so grateful. Mm -hmm. And it's like the the shared uh, mission that we're here to accomplish, you know, sharing the light. We all have Mm -hmm. the light that we want to share and like you said before, the mama bear, like we just want to protect everybody and have everybody close holding everybody and just getting mm-hmm. through the human experience, learning all the lessons and and unfoldments and all of that together. Yeah. 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 Community is is the most important thing. And uh, one of one of the things that light me up the most, honestly, is having the having and building and co-creating and being a part of community. I feel that um, everything that has that's being attempted and is not working, <laughs> but everything that's been attempted has been like this, you know, this like uh, this, you know, and I it does I don't even want to like say it because I'm just like ah. but for the sake of this conversation you know an effort towards separation an effort towards you know keeping people apart um, and what's so beautiful about community is it's so it's so natural to our our nature our human nature of just you know sharing our love with each other and the human connection is so important for our growth and in that human connection whether it's just showing up and meditating together 
together, doing a quick check-in or even just dancing together and being in each other's presence and energy. It's so healing and it helps, it helps. The, we, we naturally just remind each other of our power just by being together. Like it's the most healing medicine uh, that I've, I've witnessed and I've been able to, to, to just help cultivate and remember with each, with, with others is just, we just need each other. We just like need to be with each other and just know that we have, you know, so support and naturally we're able to, to remember who we are, know that we're not alone. We're able to, you know, reflect on one another and pick up on other perspectives that, you know, help connect things and decode things for each other. And even just that sense of togetherness. I mean, it's, it's one of our basic needs you know so it's beautiful that we're coming together and we're and there's so many like you beautiful sisters like initiatives towards bringing as many people together as we can and um going back to sharing the light i mean we all have our 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 unique um soul frequency our unique um like little puzzle piece in the whole that is so necessary and that's in our differences that's in what makes us who we are, you know, and I love weirdos. I love all, all the quirks. Like I love people who have like, you know, the most beautiful ideas that are different because it's so necessary and we need all hands on deck right now. We need all hands to come together and it's happening and it's so beautiful. And yeah, it's a great time to be alive on earth right now. Like it's epic. I'm so grateful to be human right now. Yeah. <laughs> I always say it's a good time all the time when you're alive. It's just all yeah. time, just coexisting here, being together, and all the experiences that lead to more experiences and, and mm -hmm. the growth of, of living life. It's such a fruitful, rich experience. And we really aspire to share that message in, in mastering the art of being and practicing what that looks like, what that is, and sharing that with people and having a conversation about what it is to just be. Because it's all mm -hmm. about that, like being weird, being you, expressing your uniqueness in the way that it's necessary for the collective. It's just a matter of like how, how much can you just be, just exist and be yourself. So mm -hmm. it's and it goes back to the importance of community and why that's so essential to have that safe space to do that and to grow. Because yeah, yeah. individually, we hold so much power. So together, when we come together, it's just so much more. And just like you said, like the reminder of being around one another reminds mm -hmm. us of our power and amplifies our own power and the power of those that we coexist and cohabit with. So mm -hmm. it's just... It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really great. Because being, being, just being us, being true to ourselves, it can be difficult when you're caught up in the outside world, when you're not focused inward. You can really get lost and you can get taken. And it can happen to somebody who's dedicated in their practice because life happens. All of these moments, like you said before, they're all teaching moments. So we mm -hmm. experience it for a reason. Um, but when you have the the community around you and that safe, sacred space where you can be without fear of judgment, without allowing mm -hmm. any fears to enter into your auric field or your energetic body, it really embodies us to be. And then the more we are yeah. and the more we exist as us, we're able to step out into the outside world, like I call it, 
um, mm-hmm. in that same kind of protective state of being. So it's it's so like I love community. I mm-hmm. it's essential. It's it's truly essential for the experience here on Earth. Yeah. It's so important. So important. Yeah, and I love that we're talking about just having a safe space to be because um, a lot of people haven't had that, you know, and that we're creating those spaces now. But um, what I found, you know, in holding space in retreats, online settings in person, even within myself, you know, when we're around other people, um, we're able to be reflected on the things happening within me that are uncomfortable like Mm -hmm. oh I'm starting to see where I'm shutting down right now by other people you know sharing or or I'm getting triggered in this space or you know I'm I'm able to see that like I am uh not wanting to be seen I want to turn my camera off I want to I can't maintain eye contact and what's beautiful about community is just creating the space where that is normal and that is okay and how can we help you process through and go deeper into that mm-hmm. so we can resolve you know and and even just hold space for that part of you that hasn't been seen that hasn't even been given attention maybe ever and so you can you can you can feel it in a safe way having support knowing that you're not alone knowing that you're not being judged for feeling um you know any type of way and just a having the space to you know cry if you need to cry even if everybody else isn't crying and like being held and like you know hugged in in your tears you know or whatever that may be and um you know because we think about our childhood our school systems or you know all of our our empathic souls you know being told you you know if we're gifted or we're psychic you know we have a vision oh no you're seeing things or you're getting these downloads you're talking to your guides oh you're just talking to your imaginary friend or you're feeling you know that you're feeling somebody around you or maybe or maybe you're a younger kid and you're really sad that you saw a dead bird on the side of the ground and you're crying and you're really you're feeling the pain of that oh you're too sensitive stop crying or when we're a teenager you know it just goes on and on and on and on and on of like not allowing ourselves to fully express fully process through or fully feel whatever it is that we're going through so it's like now we're remembering that it's okay to just be in whatever it is that we are experiencing in the moment and through that beingness we're able to instead of the waves being so dramatic and up and down up and down if we can just ride them and flow with them then things get easier and we're, and right now we're just energetically in a place during this ascension process where we're so supported to let go of things quickly like it is so much easier to to um, release deep dislodged wounds than ever before. Yeah, I'm seeing this even in like my mom, for example, like the older generation, like we're all being supported to elevate our frequency. And um, the easiest way to do that is just to be. And it's very difficult because it goes against the programming that we've been given, you know, without our even without our awareness to it. It's, you know, we've all just kind of been blind. And now we're like, oh, hold on. What is happening here? Oh, okay. I don't actually want to subscribe to that anymore. All right. Let me take back control of my experience. But, um, you know, just, yeah. Go ahead. ahead. No, no, please, please. I will go on and on and on. Please ask. (laughs) How do you, how do you present that? What would be your first steps to someone who has never come across even the idea that this is a concept, that this is what life is? How do you... 
what would your advice be to someone like that and how to take their first initiative in holding community by finding community or just by simply trusting themselves to be yeah yeah, absolutely. That's a beautiful question. And I think it first comes from um, meeting the person where they are at, because there's so many different approaches to what that might be. You know, it could be they're struggling with this problem or they're, you know, just curious. And for me, and this is what I, I just share from my own personal experience, for me, it was through meditation. So I love to just start with meditation and, and helping and guiding people to just connect with their breath and through just um, connecting and guiding people to come back to themselves again and again and again and again. Because sometimes when we just begin and we're starting that inward process, whether it's just to reduce anxiety or to feel more grounded or to do deep healing work or just to expand their consciousness or be more creative wherever they're coming from meditation has always been for me like the most uh it's my priority like I have to meditate it's part of just how I stay connected so I like to start there um and in that process um, we can go deeper into whatever is coming up for that person which is so different for everybody else but um yeah, just allowing people to to go within and see see what happens, whether it's really, really challenging or maybe something comes up that's very clear on an issue or a problem or something that's, you know, whatever it may be, or they get a download or, or they're just interested in practicing and trying again. And then naturally from, you know, um, but yeah, meditation is always go-to starting point. And something with the meditation when you're starting, because a lot of people have this um, idea that in meditation you can't have any thoughts like your brain has to be off you have to be in complete silence and then it distracts them from actually meditating from actually being mm -hmm. so I just wanted to to point that out like it when you are starting if you're starting with meditation don't try to tell your brain like have no thoughts don't focus on that whatever comes up it's coming up for a reason and it's kind of allowing you to shed some light in that area of whatever thoughts are surfacing for you yeah and like so how I liked I love that and how I look at it is you know our brains are like a computer like our brains are literally like our phone I mean we're running programs all day we're consuming data all day you know we're doing different tasks and we have different apps and thought forms you know we're working on this task we're answering this text we're responding to this we're looking on Instagram here we're taking a call that like there's so much going on so it's totally freaking normal to like when you actually take a break from consuming and having this stimulus and experience of physicality and and this interaction and you close your eyes and you go within it's like holy shift yeah it's going to be uncomfortable at first because when have you done that other than sleeping you know it's i'm talking about like if this is somebody for their first time mm -hmm. and so it's of course of course we're going to have thoughts of course we're going to see images of course we're going to it's going to be uncomfortable and very different because we have all this going on you know and so it's like how what i what I always like to share with um, when I'm teaching or guiding meditation is that it, it's simply the act of being present in a non-judgmental 
meaning we're not judging ourselves for whatever is happening within the experience of practicing meditation and a non-analytical way, meaning that we're not overanalyzing and trying to explain X, Y, and Z of why this is coming up. You know, so that's that's the practice is you're just being with yourself without judging yourself and without overanalyzing. So it's it's just the process of just allowing yourself to breathe and just be present with whatever is. And of course, your mind's going to go off in a corner. I mean, I've been practicing meditation for years and I still get distracted sometimes. It's normal, like in the world that we live in, it, it's normal. OK, and that's why we call it a practice, because we need to practice. And over time, the more we can dedicate ourselves to our practices, having an intention on why you're even doing it in the first place knowing your why so even if that is just to have a more more clarity to feel better to be healthier to you know go through healing work to get the downloads from your guys to become a channeler to become an energy heal worker energy you know healer or or to save the world like whatever small or big it is knowing your intention on why so you actually stick with your practice and you yeah. keep it going and then from there over time it gets easier we're able to start reducing reducing the clutter in the computer. We're able to start deleting the files that have that are just taking up space. We're able to organize a little bit more. We can uninstall the programs that are just, again, taking up space that no longer serve what it is that we are doing. We can optimize our system. We can recharge it. And then we can, you know, we can, we can flow better. We can run the program a lot better and we can choose what we're installing. We can choose what we're uploading. And so I like to think of it in that sense, because it's super relatable to what we use every day. We're on computers, we're on our phones every single day. And, you know, our mind, our, our brain is no different um, in, in how it's running and how it's working. So, um, yeah, it's just a practice, but yeah. Yeah. Mine totally normal. Can't, it makes yeah. me think of like um, how we witness everything in life. It's going back to witnessing yourself and quieting the outside noise so you can witness yourself without putting anything on what you're experiencing or witnessing. Just like what you said, it just made me think of, of saying it in that way um, mm-hmm. because the visual. It's like experiencing the outside world instead of doing that you're experiencing within and mm-hmm. that's something that we do because we're constantly consuming we're constantly stimulated from the outside and when we do it um we tend to do it with like judgment and it doesn't have to be judgment in a bad way because i know some people hear judgment and automatically think something bad but like we put an opinion or we put an extra mm-hmm. thought on top of what we're already thinking or seeing yeah. or feeling and it's mm-hmm. just Uh, being really is, um, you know, living in a way where you're not having all of those thoughts on top of thoughts, you're just feeling you're feeling through what Mm -hmm. you're going through. And you're not, you're not doing it. um, I don't even know, like how to describe it. It's just like, you're just being being true to yourself and flowing, it keeps going Mm -hmm. back to like you flow with no matter what comes up, instead of resisting it, you just flow and accept the lessons that come from it, accept whatever life gives you and figure out how to continue flowing through all of that. And the awareness that you get Mm -hmm. from meditation really helps with that. Yeah. Because how can you know that you're not going in flow or not in flow when you're not aware? Mm -hmm. So it really brings that importance through. Yeah. Yeah. And, And even with meditation too, I mean, 
um, regardless of whatever the experience is, there's a lot of benefits that come naturally that happen in your day-to-day waking life where you are doing things where, where that practice actually supplements you, whether it's more focus or, or yeah, starting to have more awareness, whether you realize, I mean, you will realize it as you practice just in your experience of, of different little things, whether you're having a conversation and now you're starting to become aware of how you're feeling during the conversation. You're starting to become aware of your thoughts in your waking life and how maybe maybe we are judging ourselves, maybe we're judging others and we're starting to have more of an internal dialogue of, of just simply having a relationship with ourselves um, that comes from the practice, even if the practice is, you know, five minutes of just like the mind running off and then calling it back, the mind running off and you calling it back, even if it's just that, like five minutes a day of, you know, it still is going to affect you and is going to expand your consciousness and invoke a lot of positivity um, in in so many different aspects that is experiential that you just have to, you know, create this for yourself and take that initiative. And it's beautiful because I feel like a lot more people are meditating um, Mm -hmm. today, you know, already, or at least have tried it. So I think where the encouragement here is just to keep on going and really just, you know, come back to your why on what, what your intention is, whether it's, you know, to start a business or maybe it's just to feel better (laughs) and just allow yourself to just practice every day and see what happens, see what happens for you. It's, it's done nothing but amazing things for me and, and obviously you sisters who are here in this space and so many others. So yeah, it needs to be in schools. Like it just needs this again, this goes back to like the programming of um, you know, what we're rewiring now. Yeah. Like we're rewiring this now and it's beautiful because I'm sure there's so many conscious parents that are teaching their children meditation now. And so we're remembering the importance of it. And through our own, our own practices, we're alchemizing, you know, how we are being. So when we bring our children into the world, we can create that space because we weren't given that. And so, yeah, it's just like, you know, we're, we're remembering and we're coming back home to it. Um, yeah, old ways have just caused a lot of a lot of distraction has been normal, you know, so yeah. it's yeah, that's where the work is, is coming back inside. Yeah, and it makes me so happy, like my heart space, just speaking about it right now, like my heart space gets so full and like I can feel it shaking because just mm-hmm. knowing how so many more people are coming back to the remembrance of it all. It's like my biggest dream, you know, it's my biggest dream coming true. And the ripple mm. effect of that, like you said, with the children, it's so beautiful mm-hmm. to see it being lived on and what that looks like when it's shared and more people come online. The, the, the multiplying of that energy vibration being raised is amazing to see. And like yeah. what you were saying before with your mom and how that generation was different, what does that look like for you in terms of how do you navigate that space? Yeah, that's a beautiful question. And uh, thank you for asking that. With, with, my own, with my own experience with my mother. Because I'm asking from just personal what that's yeah. like in my own life. So I would love to see and hear from you what that looks like for you. Because I know personally for me, it's been such a 
my family has been one of my greatest teachers because they're people mm. that I was born on this planet with in terms mm -hmm. of blood related um, relatives. So Absolutely. it's such a beautiful thing to see that being uh, molded into something that isn't what it once was and more light filled. So I would love yeah. to see what that looks like for you. Yeah, absolutely. And and just taking a moment to really feel into that question and um, yeah, come from the heart in it all. And and what comes to me is, is that um, I've become a teacher for her through my own experience. And, um, you know, the my life story is very, very long uh, and maybe for another time, um, but to kind of get to, to the root of it, um, as a very sensitive soul and now somebody who, you know, is leading the light warriors. I call my light warriors, my empaths, you know, these are, we're the ones that feel so much and we care so much. And so she was one of the, the voices that um, would tell me, you know, why are you crying? Stop crying. You need to be strong because my mother, she, she was the first of her family to come to America from the Philippines. And so she's worked very hard to be here. And I uh, you know in her own experience, she was never um, held in having empathy she was never held in her own emotions and I can see the generations of just the way um you know my in the Philippines like you have to work really really hard like it's it's hard over there they're um they don't have the luxuries that we have here, you know, and my mom has a lot of storylines around, you know, how grateful she is to be in America. Cause I've had times where like, I want to dip, I want to get out of America. <laughs> you know, I, I want to go live somewhere else. <laughs> right. And so, um, you know, so she has her own experience and, um, in how she's, um, you know, gotten to where she's gotten. And that did not include, um, having, space or time to process emotions because she had two daughters and you know was going through a divorce and had to you know figure her things out and um she was on her own in America she didn't have any family in America she was just she was just on her own so um you know as I was a growing up as a child as, as a teenager into my early 20s going into my awakening journey and um you know processing a lot of the traumas I had from my dad um uh, you know, she just didn't get my feelings. She just didn't get why I was so tormented um, during certain times. And through my own process, again, meditation truly was my, like my, how I was able to heal myself and all of the, you know, things that I went through with my dad and, and with my parents' divorce. And um, I had to, you know, I, I started living on my own at 17 and I had to take care of myself and just like, you know, all the, all the life things that made me who I am today. But um, over time, I've become more empowered and stronger in my ability to, to just hold and process my own emotions. And so there came a point to where, you know, we have our, we have the phases where we, you know, we take on and we get really upset and we go through the pain points of not being held. Right. And then that fuels us in whatever way that that is, you know, through our dark night of the soul, through feeling alone or whatever. And then we start, you know, fe actually feeling it and processing and starting to overcome it. And then we kind of, at least for me, you know, we reach the next threshold where we're 
pretty empowered, we're aware, but we still have to set those boundaries because we're still sensitive, right? So it's like, okay, like I know what's happening here. I know she's projecting, but this is still like triggering me. So then there's that phase of it. Um, but then I, I got to a place and and this is a beautiful place that I, I know more and more and more people are getting to and who are, I would love to help more and more people get to is the, um, just that higher, more elevated perspective of um, I know where this is coming from and it's not actually mine. And how can I just be an unconditionally loving mirror for my mother and holding her and just holding space for her to process whatever it is, even if it's a form of projection to the point where, you know, I can just hug her, even if she's saying something that I know she doesn't mean because what she's actually saying is she's, you know, maybe she's crying out for help or she just hasn't, you know, been given a hug and just been assured that it's okay to cry. And so even now there's, there's resistance in her allowing herself to cry, but there also have been moments where I've been able to hold her and her like, you know, processing her own emotions. And um, that's just one example of, um, you know, how I'm able to help. And it's just by, again, leading by example, and it comes back down to the energetics of the frequency that I am emanating because um, as empathic souls and awakening beings, if we can just remember that our power really is our own energy, um, there we have to stay balanced, right? Because, um, and this is one of the lessons from August is we're feeling too much then we start absorbing and morphing into that energy that we're trying to help. And now we're in that energy and now we're not able to help because now we're right there with them and we're feeling it with them. But if we can stay balanced in that and we can feel them knowing that it's theirs, we can have the empathy for it, but we can still stay grounded and anchor in our own frequency of knowing that this is so normal. This is so healthy. This is so okay for her to feel or for whoever to feel and let me just hold and anchor love and not take it on as my own then I can be strong and they can go through it and they can release it and process it and then they can meet me and sync up to where I'm at even if it's not instant eventually if I can keep holding that frequency then it can help diminish what is in disharmony within their field and I can help them realign to come back to what is in the most high, highest alignment for them, which for me is always just a place of unconditional love and compassion. Um, and so, I love and naturally, I mean, other things that, through this, yeah, she's, she's into like, into, you know, being a starseed now. And she has like, she's asking so many questions about uh, some of the other work that I do. So it's interesting how just the little, little tiny things, if you can just get them to get into their own experience, it opens up these other doorways for an awakening, you know, and whatever way that looks like for them. But yeah. <laughs> the strength and the empath it's reclaiming mm -hmm. that as a way of explaining yourself in this human experience as being an, um, an empathetic person because normally the association with that is in one of strength so it's reclaiming what does that look like in a way that is serving you and not going against you and staying anchored in your light. I think, um, like you said, the unconditional love, that's all we can 
strive to be unconditional love if somebody smacks you well that's a bad example but like if somebody does something wrong to you (laughs) (laughs) we can take it there yeah like you (laughs) you know whatever has to be yeah i was just thinking of an extreme (laughs) hey i mean that takes that takes strong willpower like you really do have to be an unconditional loving person to literally get hit and not hit back you know, and to forgive and to just and not retaliate that that takes extreme, uh, you know, sovereignty in, you know, owning your power and to not do that. It's the peaceful warrior. You know, I'm not going to fight back with with more aggression. I want to just, you know, we can stop that without feeding it. You know, yeah. even if that means we get socked in the face, but we're just going to knock on wood because ain't nobody no, getting hit over here. <laughs> it's being on your throne. It's, I, I say mm-hmm. that in in many occasions as a reminder to myself to stay on my throne, not behave like a foolish person because I'm not foolish in that kind of way where let's say a scenario like that were to happen, it's what would best serve the situation and in a way that is not creating more of it. And just being Absolutely. light will always serve yeah. you no matter the situation. If you're always true to your essence and true to your light, that's what we are. You know, wherever we come from, that's what we are. We're light. And mm-hmm. just spreading that light, that's always gonna help the situation. Even if you're in the worst situation, it's gonna it's always gonna be your greatest tool. Yeah. yeah and, and I love that you're you're bringing this up too because something I'd love to just share as well is um, that sometimes as empaths or you know just awakening beings, those who are breaking the um, you know the repeated uh, traumas or the repeated patterns within our lineage is that sometimes uh, really anchoring that frequency means, and this can be people that are close to you, like a mom or a dad or a brother is, you know, setting boundaries and sometimes cutting them off and not even allowing them into your life at all. And I think that, you know, this is something um, that, you know, it needs to be spoken about more often because um, it's not always all light and and love. and, And sometimes it's really difficult, you know, and sometimes one of the most loving things that we can do is staying in our frequency to, again, remember that we are one with everyone. We are we are the micro expressions of the macro. And so, um you know, because there has, because in addition to, you know, this experience with my mom, that seems, you know, great and everything. Um, I also have family members where I've unfortunately, I'm not in contact with, because the energetics and the, and the frequency and the willingness just it isn't there as far as their openness to receive love and their opus openness to receive the support, um, or even to reach out for help if they need it. And I think that that's something that a lot of people are going through a lot of people don't have, you know, a, a storyline like mine, and theirs are far more traumatic and challenging than than mine is and so for those people who are listening um you know it's also okay to honor your frequency and to um and this is another lesson that came from august is to really just um you know it's not selfish 
for you to to love yourself and making and making sure that you are doing whatever you need to do to stay in alignment with your truth and to create harmony within your life because if we really do believe and we really do have the inner knowing that we are one um, again, it's just like, what energy are we feeding into? What energy are we allowing more of? What energy are we, um, you know, creating? And even sometimes in um, the helping, like there can be underlying resentment, there can be underlying judgment, there can be underlying like, um, you know, like parts of us that are um, frustrated. So sometimes, you know, really anchoring light and, and sharing that light, it can look like setting boundaries and sometimes having to end relationships, not because, you know, I don't want that bad vibe in my life, but it's like, no, it's, it's being again, that reflection of, I love myself enough that I'm not going to allow this behavior. I'm not going to allow, you know, myself to be treated in this way. And I'm not going to support, you know, things that are, Think, I'm not going to support you if you're hurting yourself. I'm here if you want to help yourself. But if you're hurting yourself, I can't, you know, and you're not reaching out, you know, and this can be an addiction. This can be, um, you know, in just just the victim mentality yeah. that they just won't let go of. And so I know that that's part of it's it's really challenging. But um, I think that, you know, it's it's something again, where community is really important to have and to be open to receiving is, um, you know, finding support in those times too. So you can still anchor that frequency. And then from there, you can still pray for them. You can still, you know, hold the highest timeline and vision for them. Um, but, you know, it, it's real. Like we're here on earth. Like there's a lot of people that deal with different things and a lot of it, um, you know, a lot of anchoring light. I just want to make sure like, I just want to say that it's not, and I don't want to mislead anybody that it's like, like, yes, it is about anchoring light, but we also live in a world of duality and polarity where it's very real. And the, the darker, denser parts of this human experience are, are part of it. And they help us, they help us um, learn specific lessons and, and be more empowered in our mission, whether that is, you know, um, because I dealt with, you know, um, addiction I can help others that are dealing with addiction and like sometimes these pains help us to help other people so um yeah I'm kind of going off in a tangent but I just wanted to weave that in there too (laughs) no it's it's something that needs to be said because Mm -hmm. I always remind myself the the brighter your light the darker the shadows so it's something you have to really be aware of that it's not all rainbows and butterflies all the time so I'm glad you you said that because that's something super vital to know. Yeah, and it's not easy to what you were saying in um, creating boundaries with those that you're related to and what that looks like when you're trying to maintain your light and work on your shadows and know right. what can enter that space without harming you, like what your boundaries are. Um, mm-hmm. and that's not something, it's easier said than done, especially with Absolutely. those that we're related to because for some reason, you know, that blood tie really makes mm-hmm. her, not even the blood tie, because there's a lot of people that we consider family that yeah. aren't per se blood related. But I just wanted to say that because I 100% agree with all that you said, but it is something that can be such a trying 
um, thing to really integrate in your life in a way that you feel empowered and not in a victim mentality or feeling like you're selfish because mm-hmm. that's the narrative that really has hindered so many people mm-hmm. from really setting boundaries that are healthy for them. Yeah. And also mm-hmm. when you are setting these healthy boundaries, it's nothing concrete. Like you don't have mm-hmm. to cut somebody off forever. It can mm-hmm. be for the time being while you need that space to heal, while they need the space to heal. It's it's not like, okay, this person's not doing this, you know, forget right. that. It's definitely not that. It's more so coming back to that unconditional love, being in a space where you're able to be unconditional love so that you Mm -hmm. can give them your best. And, you know, you see, you flow with what comes from that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, and boundaries, it's, again, it's like when we think about our lineages, we're we're teaching, we're teaching our families, like we're teaching our loved ones. And, um, you know, something I'm still integrating too is like, we're here and we help online and we help the people around us in our virtual communities, you know, on social media, but it's like the real work is with the family though. Like the real work is with the people that you are living in the house with your roommates, you know, the people that you are in face to face to. And, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing when we, um, when we love ourselves enough to, Um, really honor, you know, how we're being treated, because in our representation of honoring ourselves and honoring our frequency, um, from a place of unconditional love, not like, again, just making it very clear, it's like, we're not trying to let any bad vibes in. It's like, no, this is literally the energetics of how we shift the collective. This is how we are breaking the cycles of how it even got this bad. This is how we wake more people up so we can actually solve the bigger problems on this planet by, you know, the control and the festering of fear and and the greed and all of that. Like that's big scale, right? But it does come down to like these micro little, you know, experiences of just showing somebody how you you will be respected or you won't be in my experience you know like you know you are going to um, or like if you want a part of my life then I you know would hope and and I have to set the boundary that if you do want to be a part of it like I need I need this in order to feel safe and if I feel and if I don't feel safe then I can't have you around and sometimes that's what boundaries look like you know and um I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I feel like through that example, then we can actually help the person on the other end reflect and start that inwards journey of, oh, um, people don't want to, you know, either want to be around me or my loved ones are not supporting me. Why is this? Like, why is this happening? And um, hopefully start that healing process of within so they can, you know, go deeper and alchemize that and, and, you know, hopefully come out on the other side and be able to rekindle the relationships that are important to them. And so then we can come back together in harmony and, and be together again and resolve and, and be real open-hearted towards one another. Cause usually, I mean, this is only happening if one heart is closed off and they're not, you know, they're not getting it or they're projecting it cause they don't want it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. No, and staying open, like as you're speaking, I'm getting so many, like my mind is running wild. Mm-hmm. Like it's too fast for me to speak on it. But one thing that I keep getting is um, the reflections, how, we're Mm -hmm. all the reflections of one another. So if Mm -hmm. you are, if you're 
you know, encountering somebody with a closed heart and Mm -hmm. you're, you know, keeping your heart open, staying in your truth, being yourself, Mm -hmm. eventually you're going to trigger something in them to look inward. Mm -hmm. It's it's always going to be that reflection back and forth. And the same way that Mm -hmm. you see them with a closed heart, they're letting you know something about yourself. So Mm -hmm. it's always a moment to look inwards, regardless of where you are, regardless if you think you're being so strong in your light and you're being unconditionally loving. Yeah, absolutely. I asked you a quick question um, yeah. coming to mind. What um, inspired you to come sit with us and have a conscious conversation? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm always open to having conversations. And um, for me, you know, I feel that there is a, an urgency on the planet right now. I feel very passionate about waking as many people up as I can um, because there's a lot of there's a lot of things that we need to fix. And as I um, and this has been a big thing for August um, as well that um, I have this passion of of saving the world. Like it sounds so corny, but I really do want to save the world. I really feel, and I know that you sisters feel that. And there's so many of us, all of the light warriors here on earth, we feel this, this connection and this calling to really do something about what is happening. And this is why we're here. This is why, you know, we're, where even we even exist. And regardless if we feel like we came from another planet, we have all of this DNA that's extraterrestrial, cosmic, or, you know, uh, whatever it may be, um, there, there's a lot of work to be done right now. And so um, for me, uh, as I've kind of tossed this question over, like, what do I do? How can I help more? You know, what needs to be done? Um, again, it always comes back to the individual and the, the, um, the per- like, again, one by one, we all need to just get to this place of remembering and realizing, hey, we're all connected. Maybe we shouldn't hurt each other. <laughs> hey, we're actually the earth. Maybe if I respect my body and I honor my body and I honor my home, then we'll respect the planet and the planet will start feeding back and forth with how we're treating ourselves and we'll be better. Maybe if we expand our consciousness, we can start, you know, shifting our focus onto from fame and celebrities and we can start, you know, putting all of our attention and focus onto solutions like free energy or cleaning up all the garbage on this planet and our oceans and helping out with poverty and, you know, reallocating our resources to the major issues that our world is facing and reclaiming our sovereignty over our bodies and, you know, fighting back, you know, with peace. (laughs) And so, you know, there's a lot of things happening on the planet that are, you know, again, purpose for this human experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we created these issues um, so we can have the experience of trying to resolve them because <laughs> we're really crazy and we <laughs> wanted to go all out. So we did this to ourselves, but, but coming back, you know, so I, so my intention with, with, with having this conversation is to plant the seeds and whatever they are being received by whoever is listening. And if you've listened this far, thank you so much just for being open and allowing this frequency to, to, you know, weave into your experience. And I hope that it does inspire you to meditate or set a boundary with 
with whoever is hurting you in this time or just start questioning because we, again, we need all hands on deck right now. So, um, you know, in, in just, having this open conversation and, and speaking and trusting spirit has fully guided us, you know, this far, um, I, I feel is, is just what is meant to happen during this time. So, so yes, we're going to talk about it. And um, yeah, yeah. So we can save the world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. we truly can. And it starts we by can. being here, by just mm-hmm. being here present you know like we all have the answers within we all have the tools we have everything we need yeah and and the power of a person because we each decided to come together and now look at what we've created and what will be created from this and all the experiences we've had with everyone we've had them with prior to this moment that allowed for this moment Mm -hmm. so it's really so amazing life life is just so amazing and rich and full and i'm so grateful that you came and joined us oh me too sister so beautiful (laughs) (laughs) yeah i wanted to laugh and i held it in because girl laugh let it out let's (laughs) go It's so funny from how fun and rich and full it is it's hilarious it's truly so hilarious yeah, and for me, yeah. it's like I, I feel like we've been having these conversations lifetimes ago. Yeah. You know, like I, it just uh-huh. you know, so it's just so exciting. Yeah. Like that's all I can say. I'm just too excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and may we continue to be excited and remember and know that even if it gets hard like we'll always come out of the other side and be able to laugh at it again because I mean it's so funny we we're the only ones that make it complicated like we are the only ones that make it hard and when we remember that we're like oh my god Sharon like yeah it's like like it's it is really really comical and I think the more the more fun and the more play that we can weave into the experience and not take it too too seriously like you know, there's, it's balance, balance. We can keep it fun. We can keep it playful. We can keep it sacred. And, and, you know, again, but there's duality here on earth. So it's okay that it gets hard. It's okay that sometimes it's going to get dark. It's okay. Like that sometimes you're, we're going to go through these, you know, muddy places, but you know, there's always the water. There's always the water. There's always the clarity. We can always wash our hands and come back. And yeah. So yeah, and knowing when to let go, that's like a big thing also that just came into mind. It's um when you're going through those things, not allowing the ego to take control and take you further than you needed to go. You can mm-hmm. just let go of something, be silly, don't be too serious, like you said. That's it. Lesson mm-hmm. learned, move on and just carry that lesson with you and keep integrating it as you walk life. Yeah. Absolutely. It's your choice. It's always your choice. And and yeah, last thing, like I always, I always um, share and I'll continue to share is um, that's really important for us is to take responsibility for our frequency and take responsibility for the ways that we're living our life. And again, that's the inner workings, you know, like how long are we going to run this storyline that we can't do something if we really, really want to do it? Yeah. It's really, really up to you if you go and do it or not. Okay. So like, you know, it's, it's taking 
responsibility of, hey, like I am the creator of my reality and I do have a choice if I want to go into this job or if I want to start working on this project. I do have a choice if I want to reply to somebody that I know isn't going to appreciate me or if I choose to go outside and go hang out in nature instead. Like you have a choice <laughs> always. So allow yourself to take responsibility of your life and start following your your happiness. And I feel like that's the key is just like move in whatever way that life excites you most and you know you're on the right path if it feels good if it don't feel good don't go there <laughs> like very very simple keep it simple and sacred yeah uh, that's it that's it right there <laughs> it's true because damn i had the thought it's slipping my mind it's okay let it go come back yeah, yeah. come back to me keep it simple oh. and sacred. that's what it is oh my gosh yeah yeah i love i love that kiss keep it simple and sacred. It's something I, one of the things I teach my students too. Oh, that's cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Cher, thank you so much for joining us. Mm, Yeah, thank you. Thank you both for having me. This was a lot of fun. I feel like we could totally like keep talking too, but yeah. yeah. Oh, we totally can. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're here. We are like, I don't know what you're yeah. doing, but we're here chilling. Oh, I love you both so deeply. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. so, it's so great. I'm really, I couldn't explain. There's just no words, you know, yeah. to the feeling that is this moment. And I'm so glad mm-hmm. that we're all sharing the moment. Yeah. It's oh, so it's beautiful. So beautiful. Damn, I really want to say what I was saying before. I'm glad you're feeling it. Yeah, I feel it. For those who are listening, I just have my hands over my heart. Maybe we can all place our hands and over our hearts and just connect and just connect with each other, closing our eyes, knowing wherever you are, you are connected to this beautiful love frequency that we all share here and just taking a beautiful moment of silence just to breathe and feel feel this human connection that we all have with one another. So we take a beautiful breath in. Exhaling, releasing. Just feeling into the collective and all the love that we all have to share with one another and how these beautiful waves of light and all of the beautiful, bright, luminous rainbow colors that is our soul weave around this world as we breathe and inhale this life. And as we exhale, through the breath, this is how we stay connected to ourselves. This is how we stay connected to each other, to our inner guidance, our inner healers, and really just connecting with this beautiful planet and this beautiful energy of love as we take one final deep inhalation. And just sending your love out to the entire world as you exhale. So much love to share. So much light. (laughs) That's beautiful. Yeah, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful. Yeah.
so yummy so yummy just to breathe and just to be just to feel it makes me want to just like cover up yeah Yeah. you're so free (laughs) be free (laughs) i love it yes it's so great thank you so much oh my gosh yeah of course and like that frequency I mean this is this is what we mean you know family about just being and and breathing and um you know allowing the spaciousness to to connect you know through meditation it could be just that you know just for a little bit longer however you intuitively feel guided to to connect but through the breath is really really important again through the intention of like what am i doing with this breath you know am i clearing with this breath am i grounding with this breath am i just being here right now with this breath am i connecting with other light workers on this planet with this breath, like just bringing that intention in and just slowing down. It really does help us like reclaim our energy, like call all of our power back home to ourselves. And it feels so good. And like, it's like, okay, more of that, please. (laughs) And then, and then we have our joy frequency and the bliss codes that come following right after, you know? So yeah, yeah. so important the perspective that that offers mm-hmm. the bliss and the joy the connecting it's really a recharge of our energetic body mm-hmm. and our frequency which is what we just are mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. amazing yeah yeah and the power of the breath as long as we have the breath we have options we're breathing we're here experiencing life mm-hmm. what a blessing that is we have it all yeah. with the breath we have it all yeah absolutely yeah this is our life force this is our connection this is our spirit this is our chi this is everything mm-hmm. everything is with the breath it's the one thing that keeps us here mm-hmm. and uh yeah in this human form at least so yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the one thing. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> it's something we do without thinking, and it's amazing what happens when you do it intentionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Absolutely. Power, yeah, from from the Absolutely. physical to the not physical, what that does for you—just intentionally breathing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's medicine. <laughs> I just feel it. Oh. Yeah, we're fully, fully communicating telepathically at this point. After that (laughs) breath, we're like, (laughs) that's how I feel. I'm sitting here. I'm just pure bliss. Like I don't even have to speak. It's I know it's a shared feeling, a shared connection. We're understanding each Mm -hmm. other. It doesn't need, I feel all that could have been spoken was spoken and now is just being in it together. Mm-hmm. The being. And the connecting telepathically comes from that, from the being. Mm-hmm. It's just all is and we all know that it is and what it is. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one more thing to share when it comes to to moments like this where the conversation and the words start to slow down and the energy shifts and is felt more. And there's that, that, that frequency that is just really, really 
felt and shifts. And I feel like this is something that's happening a lot more, you know, as we are finding each other, you know, and um, even yesterday, my one of my girlfriends, she, she just, you know, was out uh, in Santa Monica and like found two soul sisters that were just walking by and just like zing, like connected just like this. I feel wow. like it's happening more and more. Yeah, we're finding our soul famine. So these moments where, you know, we maybe meet somebody for the first time or at least the first time in this lifetime, um, or we are connecting with somebody in a really beautiful way and words come to an end, like um, silence is our friend, you know, it's okay to just, again, sit and be and witness each other and just be in each other's energy and not have to fill space with words just because. You know, it's beautiful to have the moments in between to fully saturate into the energetics of of each other and to allow, um, you know, just that beautiful, that beautiful, like witnessing of I see you, like I see you, I feel you and letting that be it. And I feel like um, as more of us come online and and remember this, I can totally 100 percent see us moving towards more telepathic communication Um, and even seeing this with light language a lot too, which is something we didn't even talk about in this conversation, but totally cool. But a lot more of this nonverbal communication where it is just energetics being received. And maybe this is through soul gazing or just breathing in with our eyes closed and just feeling the, the energy, you know, that's just like here within the space. And so, yeah, it's beautiful to, to just, again, be and allow whatever it is to just be what it is. Yeah. Mm. Please yeah. share with us. What do you <laughs> explain light language to be and what is that relationship like with yourself? Yeah. So, um, it's funny because uh, so many ask this and so I've gone through a process of like, okay, well, how do I actually like quantify what is happening? Um, but it's a bit of a paradox because I feel that light language or language of light, speaking light, whatever, you know, resonates with whoever's listening because it's been perceived as many different things. But um, this is really just uh our our soul's frequency being expressed through sounds um or through the way that the vessel um just moves and processes energy and so um in to simplify it i call it the true soul frequency um but it's way more than that at the same time. I feel like um, it's a form of telepathy. Um, I have a light language sanctuary, which is a, um, a sanctuary for those who are already channeling or who feel the call or resonance with the frequency to activate it. And there's very multidimensional conversations that can be had through light language because it goes beyond what English words or any language what the words can translate to so it's um it's a beautiful way to communicate and share and exchange energy and information in a way that's not limiting to where the cognitive like uh uh, logistical mind um can like analyze it you cannot analyze it it's it's the more you try to analyze what's being said it actually gets really uncomfortable for the person who's trying to figure it out so it's a language of feeling and um a way for us to work with energy 
um, in whatever way that that is expressed, you know, for the person, a lot of people are, are expressing it vocally through different sounds and tones. And sometimes the energy moves through the hands as well. And kind of like a, almost like a sign language. Um, but it's just energy moving through people are creating beautiful art and grids and maps and, um, transmissions, you know, on paper through different mediums of digital art or you know very creative circuitry um and even dancing and moving and just like working with energy there's so many like it's it's so limitless mm -hmm. that um again trying to explain it is is like a paradox but uh, it's just a beautiful way to work with energy and 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 channel um whatever it is that we're connecting with moment by moment whether it be the earth or cosmic beings or elemental beings or um you you know, moving or working energy out for healing or um, really working with the grids. There's so much we can do, um, you know, as beings here. And, and I feel that um, as we're coming more online to our abilities and gifts, light language has just become like an umbrella term of how the mind is trying to classify a way that we are remembering that we can do and work and express through. Um, but it's, I, I feel like it's so hard, so natural for us and we can all do it. We all have access to expressing ourselves in this way. It's just different for everybody, mm -hmm. you know? So it's again, just kind of like reactivating that remembrance of, oh yeah, I can work with energy. I am energy. Oh, okay. I'm open to, you know, letting it flow in this new way and going there and just letting that expand. So, um, yeah, kind of a long explanation, but it's impossible to really <laughs> define it, if that makes sense. And I feel the best way to kind of have that understanding of what it is, is to kind of experience it. Um, I know mm -hmm. for me personally, I've seen some of your videos on Instagram where you're sharing light codes and uh, you have some songs out as well that do, I've yeah. listened to on Apple. After I hear them, I feel like I just took a, a bath, you know, it's a complete oh. like uplift it, they're amazing. So you really have oh, to experience you, it. Yeah, no, thank you for creating and sharing what you create. <laughs> oh, thank you so, so much. Yeah, I do. I do. I have two songs out on um, all platforms if anybody wants to tune into them. Um, I just released one called Strength, um, which is interesting because, um, you know, we're all going through this death and rebirth on the daily it seems like <laughs> um so that my both those songs you know I've changed so much since the the channeling of them but um they're really really activating and um and all all beings who are who are expressing their light it's um we're all again activating more remembrance within each other the more we align with our own true soul frequency and you know, allow ourselves to share it, you know, share this light that we are, we help activate others in doing that, in the, the doing the very same thing, you know, so if, um, and, you know, musically is just one of the ways that has been more exciting for me. I just got a looper too, which has been so much fun. Um, so I'm looping, I'm looping, um, you know, myself singing and sharing light codes and practicing that um, a little bit more too. But it's just fun. It's really fun. It's so it's it's a beautiful way to connect with the inner child too. A lot of a lot of the kids like we come out, we're 
speaking gibberish, you know, we're just expressing whatever it is that we're feeling and it's no different. You know, this is just our way for us to, it's just not limited. You know, if we get really excited, sometimes we're like, like that can be a form of, you know, you're just expressing the energy. It's not a word. That doesn't mean that you're not saying something you're just expressing, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, it's so much fun. I love it so, so much. I love yeah. that. the creativity behind um, light language is just so mm-hmm. cool because we're all creative beings and light language is a level of expressing yourself creatively that is limitless. Mm-hmm. And it's cool absolutely to do that with different mediums of of the human experience, like painting, music, dancing, language mm-hmm. itself and just the simple form of communicating mm-hmm. with another. So it's it's really amazing. It's amazing what you're doing and creating this space for people while this is all going on. It's allowing that safe space to be available mm-hmm. for those that may not have it. And activating the remembrance, like you putting yourself out there, it it brings the whole idea into trusting yourself. You know, you have mm-hmm. to be super aligned with yourself and really trust the unknown to go out there and share these things because like something you mentioned before was um, how it's perceived, you know, the mm-hmm. projections of others, so many things that can arise from it. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. I've so, heard it all. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, I, you know, like you don't yeah. even have to name like the things that what yeah. is said, but mm-hmm. just saying, you know, it's, it's a strength. It's really a sign of strength and courage. And it's, there's so much to be grateful for, for people like you sharing from a pure space, no, no fears of what it's going to be perceived as you're just putting yourself out there, allowing others to be activated with your light. Absolutely. Yeah. So again, just for anybody who's listening, like, allow your weirdness to run free, my friends, (laughs) please, please, we need you. We need, we need all the playfulness. We need all the weirdness. We need all the ideas. We need all the um, forms of expression. We need your art. We need, we, you are one of the most important puzzle pieces for the collective. So yeah, uh, whatever way that's expressed, like we, when we stand in our own, again, our true soul frequency, who we are, like who we really are, regardless of whatever that looks like, cause it can change in any moment and being okay for it to be, to change. Like you're not crazy if you feel one, feel like this you can be this person one day and then the next day you're like completely somebody different like it's okay you know like because that's how we are and so um we give ourselves permission give each other permission by giving ourselves permission because we are each other so yeah Yeah. the greatest gift you can give to yourself is the gift you give to others and that's by being you whoever Mm -hmm. that is that moment and that's so beautiful if it exists within, it exists with someone else. Mm-hmm. No one mm-hmm. person is experiencing an experience solo. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of the duality in the human experience. It's like the one thing that you can be certain of. Like you're mm-hmm. not alone in the experience. And the yeah. more authentic you are to your experience, the more you attract those who are experiencing similar experiences. And yes. they all grow. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so awesome. Yeah. So if anybody wants to check it out and um, 
kind of learn a little bit more about it. I have uh, Instagram's probably the the hub for um, my transmissions and, and different things on what it looks like. Um, Share the light 333. Um, I have some videos up on my YouTube channel, which is the same thing. Share the light. And um, if you are looking for a community uh, of other people who are already channeling or you just kind of want to get to know that part of yourself a little bit more, I have a couple memberships um, where we meet up every week, too, on Mondays and Tuesdays. So you can check that out at um, sharethelight.love is my website. Um, so, yeah, just for anybody who's listening and wants to know more and share the light on Spotify as well is where you can hear my music and yeah all are welcome i love it yeah yeah i'm like come i love you i'm like yeah. i'm just if you could see me right now i'm just like everybody come 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 let me hug you because <laughs> we need each other i think this has been a really beautiful beautiful flow i love this flow space that you've both co-created here together and yeah just calling in so many blessings and so many more beautiful um speakers and guests to really um amplify your own mission and those who are pure souls that are really able to contribute a lot of um medicine and magic for all of your listeners and again thank you to your listeners and yeah just everything that we're all individually doing like I'm telling you, it's a great time to be here on earth. And uh, yeah, so I hope to connect with you guys more. And if anybody who's listening wants to connect with me, you always can. And yeah, yeah. Enjoy the rest of our now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the rest of our now. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Mm. Of course, Thank sisters. Of course. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Continue flowing in your own space by simply being. If this resonated with you and you feel called, please be sure to follow, rate, review, and share. Until next time, wherever you go, give yourself space to flow. <laughs> Peace out, family. family. <laughs>